0: Welcome to another episode of the Tip of Balls Podcast. Put myself in the
1: eye with my fucking glasses.
0: I am your host Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather impaired co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, oh. just absolutely jerking his own gherkin. gherkin. It is Bruce, Bruce the Gherkin. <laughs> The tugboat. Venditti. Venditti. What are you laughing
1: at, Garrett? (laughs) And behind the scenes today, (laughs) behind the scenes today, it's it's Gary
0: B. Gary 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 knows football. No football is joining us today behind the scenes, and we are here with another edition of Fantasy Frenzy. We can't wait.
1: We Hopefully can't. Garrett will remember to set his fucking lineup this week. Yeah. Cost himself
0: another game last week. Garrett. We're going to go there. Garrett did play both Jamal Williams on a bye week and James Conner, who was out last week. So congratulations to him on Gary, officially falling into 14th place with no running backs going. But I will say this about Gary. No football. No football. Uh, In the tipped fans league, which we haven't given an update on in a minute, but we will today. Garrett is not in last place. Actually, Gary, no football is in ninth and uncle Sam with a whopping one in five record
1: is dead last for a quick update. I I got a feeling my, my team is really going to go off now. Oh, uh, yeah, do totally. you, A? Do yes, you? Do. Let's totally. Let's break this one
0: down yeah, real quick. break it down. Again, yeah. if, uh, if you're in the Tip Fans League, we thank you for playing. A uh, little update coming. But you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Yes, Najee sir. Harris. Oh, you about to lose. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. What? <laughs> you're playing me. Oh, I, I no. made some
1: adjustments this week.
0: Oh my God, are you playing Bruce this week in the fan league? Yes, he is. Doo,
1: doo, 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 I, doo. I made some adjustments. Maybe they haven't gone through oh, it yet. Oh, Keenan Allen, please play this week. Hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: Here we go. Let's see what the projections oh, are man. here. You
1: got Dobbins I projected right to win. Oh, I got DeAndre Hopkins back. Oh wow. Yeah, but I got uh, I got Miles Sanders is on a bye week.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, I'm thinking about swapping out Dobbins for Kenyan Drake. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. Honestly, that speaking.
0: might not be a horrendous move.
1: Um, I, I just did it. I I have a feeling he'll have another decent game this week. And I think Devin DuVernay, I really didn't want to play him, but I got a couple of guys that are on a bye. I, I, I'm actually thinking about replacing him with Hunter Renfro. So that's what I'm going to do there.
0: Well, if you want an update on the Tip Fans League, uh, Billy Burger, Team Burger for life in first, Jack Howe, Team Howe in second, uh, I myself am in third, uh, the Hell Team, Mr. Callahan in fourth, uh, Nick and Morty in fifth, Team Cavalier in sixth, Bruce in seventh, Team Lalo, Angie and Tyler in eighth, Garrett in ninth, Franco in 10, uh, Team Zach Milfson in uh, my favorite named team in this league in eleven, and Uncle Sam scoring a whopping five hundred and sixty points all year is in dead last. <laughs> and you want to know what's funny about? Go ahead th- and listen to my advice, but just don't do what I do. Well, if okay, that didn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Um, anyways, let's get into it uh, this week. There were some interesting quarterback matchups, to say the least, and I'll be honest with you: there's not a lot of easy ones. We gotta talk about
1: this. Just, just should we shoot through this Monday Night deal real quick here? Or? Oh, you want to talk about that shit show? Just do that real quick and um, I'll do the fantasy.
0: Okay, real quick. If uh, you watched Monday Night Football, um, you probably, I mean, wanted to pour bleach in your eyes instead of watch <laughs> it. Yeah. But real simple: the Broncos' defense. Pretty Outsta- good, outstanding. Uh the the Chargers injured, not awful. Still pretty good. Chargers yeah, pretty defense, good. even
1: without Joey Bosa, they're good.
0: Chargers defense, yeah. pretty good. Russell Wilson is fucking awful at football. Russell now. Wilson played the best quarter
1: of football I've seen him play this year. He went and ten for re- ten in the first quarter, right back, and to then he just yeah.
0: garbage that
1: he's been for the, I, since the beginning.
0: I have no idea. How Why don't he just got quit? this
1: bad. Why don't he just quit? Why? Because he's not. I mean, on their offensive line is pretty. million dollars, too. guaranteed. He just doesn't want to walk away and look like he
0: did it for the money. I That's, don't think it's him. I think it's the coach. I think it's it. I think the coach is an issue. The offensive line is an issue. Russell Wilson well, let, is an let, issue. Let me ask
1: you something. If you think the coach would be the issue, what what would be for him not to perform as a
0: player? What does I, the coach have to do with their, that? Their play calling leaves me with my eyebrows raised a lot of times. Yeah. And I'm well, not I'm sure
1: g- he has the, the they can't figure opportunity out a to run game at all with the offense. Well, they can't they, run the, the ball. Their offensive line is bad. Their offensive line is bad. And he's not the they only one. They can't decide off- on who's Three running the ball. Their offensive line is, is bad. It's awful. Their line is bad. Tampa's line is bad. There's a lot of teams out there with bad offensive lines. Yeah. But these guys, they took probably the best team in the AFC.
0: To overtime
1: twice, with with no offense,
0: none. Um, but yeah, the Chargers ended up winning a, a, a game that um, essentially was on the back of Dustin Hopkins with a uh, bum leg. Is a mild way of putting what it. Shout out, to Yeah, he's just fucked. Yeah, uh, poor guy. But that was uh, kicking the ball, still there. ripping Gutty, him though. Guttiest performance of the year. Yep, yep. I agree with that. That the was game
2: was one off of a. Uh, of a close rule, how the block—he blocked the guy into the punter or the, the punt receiver. Oh yeah, yeah, they ran into themselves.
0: He blocked the fucking. That was playing yeah, the rule book, made into him. the
2: rule book by like slivers.
0: Well, I, slivers. I
2: I
1: think that I really truly feel that that should have been a penalty. Why? Because you're not allowed to no, interfere
2: you, with the yeah, but it was his own
1: teammate. The, yes, it was I, his, I his own teammate, teammate went for his the block. Was being pushed therefore he could shove him into. Yeah, didn't see the ball. Apples and oranges needs to go back to so the way borderline it before, before the fair I think catch that was fair. As Forget talk. about the fair catch rule. Just Make them open target again, like they used to do. Just let them bash each other's other. The in. Leonard okay. Thompson rule.
0: Um, okay, let's talk about this week's fantasy matchups. Um, if you are a Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts owner, you have been very, very happy this year because those two gentlemen are rated number one and number two, respectively, at the quarterback position. But unfortunately, you have both of them on a bye week this week. So, most likely, if you have Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts in your league. You really never had a reason to roster a second quarterback. Uh, Me, personally, I have Kirk Cousins as my QB1, and I don't roster a second quarterback. Luckily, Kirk Cousins is on a bye week this week. So, you ask, what do I do? Well, I'll give you the advice that I took myself. I went out and I found Matt Ryan, who is only owned in 29% of leagues, who is just sitting out there, who has a very favorable matchup this week at Tennessee. Tennessee currently allows the 28th most points to opposing quarterbacks.
1: Didn't he light them up once already this year so far?
0: Well, Matt Ryan Ryan is currently ranked quarterback 17. He only averages 16 points a week, but he's coming off of his best week of the year, putting up 31 points last week against Jacksonville. The first time he played Tennessee, like you were saying, he went... 27 for 37, 73% passing, 356 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, and a fumble. So if we take the pick and the fumble out, that 20-point performance that he had against Tennessee the first time he played, now we're talking a mid-to-high 20s performance. Correct. Matt Ryan has been extremely inconsistent this year. And the two biggest games impacting his being ranked 17th were Jacksonville, where he put up, one point because he threw three interceptions and at Denver who we know allows the least amount of points to opposing quarterbacks and he put up six and a half. So this week against Tennessee, if you have a guy on a bye week, and like I said, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, or realistically, if you happen to be a Carson Wentz owner, who Carson Wentz is now dead, which there's not a lot of you, but Jared Goff, still owned in 50% of leagues. I hate the matchup against Dallas this week, personally. We'll talk more about that. But I am going out and I am targeting Matt Ryan. Taylor Heineke. Maybe not as a long-term solution, but definitely this week against Tennessee, I am going to start Matt Ryan. Also, if for some reason you are still a Russell Wilson owner, Russell Wilson's currently owned in 77% of leagues and started in 35% of them. I'm shocked. Russell Wilson is QB 15. He's averaging 16 points. He is currently questionable because we know he's dealing with a hand injury. I'll say this
2: much. Hand and shoulder. He had ice on the shoulder mid-game.
0: Yeah, I did see that too. I'll say this much. This week he plays the Jets. Next week he plays Jacksonville. Then he's I on a not bot. I liked
1: him against the Jets this week.
0: If you own Russell Wilson still, for some reason, again, he was my drop candidate for last week. If you own him and you are one of those 35% of ESPN fantasy teams that are still starting him, you need to reevaluate some things. Realistically, he has busted three times. He has performances of 9, 10, and 12. Okay? He's not that effective throwing the ball. He has... Three games this year where he's completed less than 20 passes. His passer rating week one against Seattle was 70, and then it went to 45, 60, 68, 53, and 53, respectively. He has one more touchdown than he does interceptions. There is You will not see a boom game out of Russell Wilson. At the end of the day, a guy like Matt Ryan has had bum games this year, but he has also showed that oh wow he's gonna he could put up a 30 really this cut week. it one out last week he did he did you've you've got it you got to reevaluate and I, and I think
1: he's starting to gain the respect of his teammates too and I, I think that's gonna help him further
0: down the road here. I, I agree. Yeah um another quarterback start I absolutely love this week is Tua Tagovailoa uh coming off of injury against Pittsburgh on Sunday night football. I think he's probably
1: kind of scares me a little bit. This scares me
0: here. Why
1: uh, Pittsburgh showed they they can still play defense even without. You remember what I said to you at work K-Y. today.
0: Remember what I said to you at work today. Yeah, you you are a you are a very if something flashes in your face, it's law because Pittsburgh played. I, I didn't say it was law. one good game against Tampa. and I, Now their defense this, is back. I, I said this this
1: this game's he scares me because he's like a little ragdoll.
0: He can't take a hit. If if Miami was smart, unless. Tua was 1,000% healthy, he yeah. would not be on the fucking field. Because if he goes down again, yeah. then the NFL is going to have some implications, I feel like. At the end of the day, Tua coming off injury, he's owning 75% of leagues, but only being started in 16% of them. Tua, I mean, we saw what he could do. I'm starting him. We, we Yeah, I mean, we saw it. Uh, I, I think against Pittsburgh this week? he's going to have a very, very nice day. Because at the end of the day, is Pittsburgh's front seven as awful as we all said it was at the beginning of the year? No. Do they have a single secondary player on that team that can keep up with Tyreek Hill and or Jalen Waddell? No. So I-, I see a big game for Tua this and weekend. And Met- Mecca Fitzpatrick is out. Right. So. Uh, there, I think Tua has a big game this week. Um, I think the
1: only thing you could say is that he uh i believe they're playing at pittsburgh
0: correct uh no they're at home in miami on sunday he's at home okay yep um my other sit this week and i know this is gonna pain bruce but it's jared Goff against the dallas cowboys coming off of the bye week and seeing what we've seen out of Goff this year he's currently quarterback 13 he averages 20 points a week um against new england we all know how that went He put up a seven. Other than that, he has not had a sub-15-point fantasy performance on the year. And, I mean, he has 11 touchdowns. It's it's hard to stop and say, hey, I'm going to sit Jared Goff. But if the New England game was any sort of representation, what the Lions will look like against a really good defense outside of the week one game against Philly – Washington's defense is not that great. Minnesota's defense is not that great. Seattle's defense is not that great. I really can't stop and see Jared Goff putting up extremely effective fantasy points this week against Dallas. I don't see him going out there and giving you the 15 to 20 points that you need. I would look for somebody else. And coming out of the bye week, next week against Miami, I think Jared Goff could return to some bigger numbers. But this week against Dallas, I think golf is going to be uneasy most of the game. I think he's going to be on his back a lot of times. I think he's going to make a lot of passes that are going to have Bruce down here on Monday morning saying Jared Goff is the problem. I really don't like the Lions. I really, really don't like golf this week. Uh, I already gave you guys my ad because I, I, again, I love Matt Ryan this week. I absolutely love him. Um, the guy that I think you've got to really, really start to consider dropping is Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford. And we we haven't talked about him in a while. We have not talked about him in a while, but it has become extremely apparent to me. He is currently ranked quarterback 24. He is still rostered in 71% of leagues. On top of that, he started in 20% of them and he averages 12 points a week. Averaging 12 points a week. And 10 of those are to Cooper Cup. (laughs) Realistically, what the Rams offense has shown us, okay, and and Stafford's on a bye week this week, so he's no help to you anyways. What this Rams offense has shown us is that they're completely ineffective in running the football. Now we have a little bit of unrest in that backfield because they're moving on from Cam Akers. This all changes if somehow the Rams – pull off a trade for Christian McCaffrey, which we haven't heard anything about in a couple of days, so I don't know if it died or what. But Stafford's fantasy performance is thus far. 8, 19, 12, 8, 12, 13. That is not the – there's no reason to keep him rostered. That That's a testament to how bad that offensive line is. The offensive line is atrocious. I don't see them and getting any why better. Cam Akers is getting traded too. That's
1: he has – that line is.
0: Stafford has two games where he threw one touchdown pass – or excuse me Stafford has two games where he threw no touchdown passes and only one game where he threw no interceptions so real is five and How many pick sixes does he have this year so far I believe 3 He has more interceptions than touchdown passes yeah. on the year um percentage wise he's throwing he's passing in the 70s because and, he's, and that's high for him. That is high for that's him. That's high for him. But it's just not – the Rams' offense is not clicking at the moment, especially last week against Carolina. He only scored 13 so points. You he's on a bye week, so I, I wouldn't worry about that. Yes, but if you're going to make a move, if you're okay. going to make a move and drop a guy and find somebody else to fill his role, okay. which for most of you it's a backup, but for 20% of you, you're still starting him. Now's right. the time where you move on from him and you find a guy like realistically Ryan Tannehill averages more points than Matt Stafford. Uh, realistically, Justin Fields is moving towards averaging more points than Matthew Stafford. Now he's he's
1: got a, a tough matchup this week, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole this week.
0: A guy like Jacoby Brissett, who's going to play for the next five weeks, is averaging five points a week more than and Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. I mean, I
2: picked up Carson
1: Wentz,
0: even though he got hurt last week.
1: Heineke, bud. Well, well I was going to let you him do
0: the Heineke show. I don't need him now. I was going to let you do the Heineke spiel. Us back. But like, I'm going back to Matt Ryan. Averages three more points a week than Matt Stafford. Rated six spots higher. He's only owned in 13% a league. The almost identical numbers to Daniel Jones. Marcus Mariota owned 19% of leagues, averages 18 points a week. There's no reason for you to still hold on to Stafford, move on from him during the bye week. You want to talk about Taylor Heineke. I, I love Taylor Heineke. I think he's a really good player.
1: I, I like how the team gets lifted by him. You watch and see. They're going to be on fire. They're going to be ready to go. And I'm telling you what. I wouldn't sleep on them this week. I I know they're playing Green Bay. I got a feeling
0: they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give Green Bay an ass whooping. Uh yeah, I'll be honest with you. Taylor Heineke against Green Bay doesn't really get me excited. Taking gets me excited. I know it does. Taking a flyer on Taylor. Heine- Are you excited. starting him this week? Hey 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 hey. Do you have the gonads? No, I, I, I have Lamar this week. Do you have the gonads to sit Lamar Jackson and start Taylor Heineke?
1: Why would I sit Lamar Jackson? You never sit Lamar Jackson. But you, because you love Heineke so much. Uh, but I, if I could put Jackson in my running back spot, I would.
0: <laughs> Real quick, before we move on to Bruce and running backs, a quick message from our sponsor. As the Detroit Lions show us each year, you can't win games if you don't have a game plan. The same goes for your finances. It's important to know the financial decisions you make today – Will affect your financial plans long into the future. Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company can help you plan for all your financial goals today and the long term. Call Matt at 734 744 9607 for a complimentary consultation to make sure your game plan aligns with your financial goals. Call Matt Lenhart from Insignia Financial Company at 734-744-9607 for your complimentary consultation. Do it now. You want to be set up for the long term. Remember, security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Call Matt now. best decision you can make. Well, I will say
2: this. it's quite obvious at this point if you have an established running back. So if you have Eckler you playing him. If Jonathan Taylor is playing this week, which isn't confirmed yet, he's questionable, he's not playing. It's questionable. you play him if he's gonna fucking play. All right, if you have Zeke, you're playing him. Christian McCaffrey, you're playing him. Kamara. All right, you're give it to somebody that, that Saquon, normally is not Mixon, a Mixon, Henry, Chubb. Anyway,
0: I just wanted to get those monsters out of the way cuz obviously you're playing them if I'm you not, have them. I'm not going to lie to you. Joe Mixon, if I if I was a Joe Mixon owner, I'd throw up in my mouth every week. I own It's Joe bad, but he's better than but you know what? He's still good. He I yeah, know. he still puts
2: up points that yeah. Other backups or whoever the Wish fuck else could. is out there. yeah. But uh, my start is Brees Hall against the Broncos. I think he's going to have a monster week this week. Especially There's The Broncos? After... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's
0: spicy.
1: And That's with seeing Eckler against I, I, the Broncos. I actually think I would sit him against the Broncos. But I, I think I would too. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know.
2: Eckler had a decent game Monday night against that Broncos D, and the Broncos D is coming, it only has mm-hmm. so long to so, prepare for it. So, so what do you
1: tell me? You wouldn't play a start Zeke Elliott against the Lions? No. That, that's a bust. No, you're playing Zeke against huh? the Lions, absolutely. Yeah. But you're probably, if
2: you have Tony Pollard, you're throwing him in a two or a flex spot. Oh, I would too. Because i got absolutely. a feeling he's going to have Any, 100 if yards too. If you have a running back that's going up against the Lions, you're playing him. You're playing him. Uh play everybody my other, against the Lions. Yeah. My other nah. start is, I love Leonard Fournette against Carolina.
0: I do too. I do one thousand percent. I think, I think, I think the Buccaneers are going to just absolutely fucking explode this week. You know what? I, I, uh, I they would should. stay away
1: from that right now until they show you something.
0: Really? Yeah, I would stay. But away they've from been that depending
1: right on Lenny for those those touchdowns. Fournette played his ass so. off last week and had fifty one yards. dude. Guy busted his ass but He gets. Week. He's a touchdown machine, though, for yeah. them right now. So I'm sure... You, who don't
0: you like? I'm sure you'd rather have Rod Moore Stevenson against the Bears. No, I'd rather have Edo Benjamin
1: against the Saints.
0: Awful, fucking awful. <laughs> My sits... Uh,
1: I wouldn't fucking play that guy if he was the last guy on the roster. <laughs> My sits are James Conner. Oh, is it? Dog. Hey, hey, who's your sit there, Gary. <laughs> are you playing james Conner again this week possibly i hear you he's not
0: paying attention and I, I, my other thing is
2: if you have a broncos running back you're
1: sitting
0: him i i honestly can't disagree with you there. they cannot
1: figure out who the number What's one on running james back is robinson there. dude this guy's like fell off the face of the earth well, a couple great games. The target share has been he's going been down. Fucking garbage ever since. Yeah, I mean, no, et- he's not getting the yards per carry are way down. Yeah, he's he's not explosive anymore. You want to know is what I, he hurt? No, you want
0: to know what I think it is? I think they're giving the ball to him. Okay. Yeah, in bad in worse in situations, bad situations than they yeah. are. Travis yeah. yeah. Etienne,
1: I agree with that.
0: Um, I agree with that. So
1: you know, uh, do you if like I this week running back wise in a game, I mean, we got Bruce's here. What do you like? I mean, if you have Tyler Algier, you might as well play him.
0: Yeah. I, I Algiers is interesting. Here's the to thing, me. man, because a Hundley guy. Hundley is, Huntley was a flash in the pan. It's I, a fucking yeah. battering ram. Yeah, but yeah, he Again, this is another guy you get a hard on for yeah. and you go pick him up and then you know what I mean?
1: He just, he's right. one explosive um,
0: week. And you, then you like
1: Kendrick and Drake this week?
0: I do. I I like Kenyon Drake against Cleveland. I think that that's going to be a, a battle on the ground again, like most of the Browns games are right. But one guy who I would pick up play, he's rostered in 30% of leagues. He's only being started in 9.6 is Colts running back. Dion Jackson, because most likely you're going to be without Jonathan Taylor and without Naheem Hines against this week. And this guy put up 23 points last week and, and he, he, when I was sitting there watching him play, he looks like a guy who's been sitting behind two other really good backs who could be starting on another NFL roster. He he's he chops his feet ju- like Nick Chubb. He runs with patience. He's got moves. He has open field speed. I think you're going to hear his name a lot, even... Again, they have Jonathan Taylor in front of him. But I think he's definitely played Naheem Hines out of that secondary role thus far. I love him against Tennessee. I think if if he does play, it's a, it's an automatic start. The problem is, is we still don't know the status of Jonathan Taylor. Correct. Uh, the other one that I absolutely love this week, and you're going to be happy to hear, is Kenneth Walker. I mean, uh, last week he put up an 18 and that's another guy who just out of the out of the box just he looks like he's got the juice. I, I love him against the Chargers cuz the Chargers without Joey Bosa especially have not been the best team against the run. They allow yeah, the 20 20-
1: and uh, Buckner or not Buckner uh what's his name? The other big defensive end too. He was out. Too. Uh the,
0: they allow the fucking 29th most points yeah. to running backs. Uh that's a great matchup. Um one more that I absolutely love and I you said this last week um I, I actually really do like Stevenson against Chicago. I do too. I, lo- I actually do. Chicago. As much as I was making fun of you, I do. Um yeah. he put up 23 last week. Uh he is emerging as the premier back he's, in New he's England. He's the guy there now. Yeah. He's
1: the guy there now. And uh I think even if uh if it continues the way it is, I don't think you can take his job from him no
0: right um a couple of he's hot. Couple guys I hate this week. Uh, I don't like either David Montgomery or um, Khalil Herbert against New England. Yeah. Uh, New England's just been pretty dominant against the run. I mean, if you stop and look at it, they've allowed uh, they have allowed f- five games this year. They have not given up tw- uh, more than twenty points to running backs. That makes them second overall. Um, another one that I really don't care for. All that much. I don't like any Washington running back against Green Bay. I think if they're going to win that game, Taylor Heineke has to do it for them. And Taylor Heineke's kind of cute. He's like the mini Pat Mahomes. He's like a watered-down version of Pat Mahomes. He's a
1: little bigger than Kyler Murray, so you can't call him the midget Pat Mahomes. But
0: he's cute, too. I know he doesn't have the afro, but he's cute, too. He's cute. Um, And one more I don't like before we move on. I, I, I don't like Damian Pierce this week against Vegas, and I don't know why. I, I think really? yeah I think Las Vegas I think the Raiders are starting to hit their stride a little bit more especially off of coming off a bye uh coming out they of the bye week because they're yeah. like we yeah
1: like, like we said they're the best one win football team in the in the fucking I, league right now
0: I mean here uh the last two weeks obviously bye week last week so week four and five the Raiders played Denver and Kansas City and they allowed in combined twenty points to the running backs I think that the Raiders defense a little bit better than what we saw through the first three weeks. And I, I don't really care for Damian Pierce all that much against the Raiders. Okay. Tell me who's catching the ball. Well, I got a couple of
1: guys this week that I really like, to be honest with you.
0: I, I, I don't
1: want to keep tooting a horn, but Amari Cooper continues to impress me every week.
0: I mean, is this so, every, every fucking time we do this, he's Amari pretty,
1: Cooper. He's impressing you. Amari Cooper. Tell me he's, not he already, he's already established. I no, he's not. You know he's, what? You Guess him. what? Here's, a, here's one for you. DeAndre Hopkins, he's active.
0: He's playing this week.
2: Yeah, and oh, I okay. would I wouldn't play him. I Finally.
0: <laughs> okay. Finally. I mean, you sit here and you tug on Amari Cooper every week. I love Amari Cooper. I mean, the thing that worries me about Amari Cooper is he's touchdown dependent. Week four against Atlanta true. didn't get a touchdown. One point. Week one against Carolina, didn't get his touchdown, three points. Yeah. I mean, he's very touchdown dependent because he he only he gets five he averages five receptions a game.
1: It's not his fault.
0: Well, I'm aware of that. It's Jacoby. Recep, I, I mean, but.
1: he's been money for them. Without him, they would be really in trouble. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I like uh I like Allen Lazard against the Commanders this week against that secondary. Oh God! What? I like him against the secondary. For the record, I don't like Alan Lazard any week. I don't like. Okay. Any. <laughs> I All don't right, like any. Maybe you like this guy. I I like the Colts. Alec Pierce. You want against know Tennessee something. this week. You want to know something? That guy showed me something last week, and he's gritty, and he goes up for the ball. He's got some size. He's a little shifty. He's hard to hard to cover. He works himself open. I like it.
0: I, I'll All be I like. honest with you. There's. <laughs> This this little grouping of of misfits that the fucking that the Colts have accumulated as receivers, I mean Paris well, Campbell I, I don't last think, week I don't, seven I don't receptions fifty seven yards and a, a touchdown. No, a I'm b- saying b- ever be outside of Michael Pickett. Yeah, yeah, this Alec Pierce situation. Paris Campbell. I like him. I, I, you know what? Mm. I kind of fucking starting to like it a little bit. They lost Ashton Doolin. Uh, so I- I'm a big Ashton Doolin guy, as is my cousin, Jack, but, um, Jack is Ashton Doolin. Jack is Ashton Doolin. Who else? Who do
1: you hate this week? Who do I hate this week? Yeah. Jerry Judy against the Jets. <laughs> you know why? All Broncos receivers I- I'm forever. i say this. When you're going up
0: against sauce. You better be ready to be sauce. Officially, yeah, cheese but you want to know something? Yeah. They might not. They, you know what I've noticed? Nobody's doing that against the Broncos. Nobody's putting their best coverage corner on the best receiver.
1: Yeah, you're gonna see Sauce Gardner on him. Watch. You think? You think I, they'll I, take I Judy over so. Sutton? I truly think so. Wow. I truly think. That Who do you think is better? gonna play on him? Huh? Who do you think is
2: better, Judy or Sutton? Who do you think is better? I'm Judy, more, Judy's I'm
1: younger. I'm more of a Sutton guy. But. Sut- Sutton is more of a a control guy. He's not that guy who's going to burn you downfield. Judy will burn you, take the top off of defense. Yeah, I don't think Sutton's got that ability anymore. You don't have you he don't hey, have that speed. They have two different roles. So who do you like more? Anyway, Judy. Uh, I don't like Drake London this week against Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't. I, mean, I don't like any Atlanta. Uh, you know what? I'll take that back. I like Zacharias against against It's not uh, Zacharias, Z- <laughs> it's Zacchaeus. I know who it is.
0: And Quint Quintus syphilis in Detroit too. He's Quentin hurt. Syphilis. There's one guy I don't like this week specifically. That's Christian Kirk against the Giants. No, not, I don't either. I, I don't. don't like anybody against the Giants right now. I know. The Giants are so fucked hot, up. dude. It's fucked up. Um and honest obviously if you've, you've seen what they did last week to Baltimore. I, I just don't I don't like it. If you have, if you own C D Lamb and he started in 94% of leagues, You'd so I don't have to tell you. This this, week. But my God. Uh I I absolutely adore that one. Um and I'll be honest. I'm gonna with be you. honest with you. I like
1: Michael Gallup. I like
0: him. I like everybody. Just play that every cowboy. Play every you can. cowboy. Uh and
1: the tight end, what's his name? Schultz. Play Schultz. Play them all. How do you feel about Devontae Adams against Houston? Because this one kind of this going kind of racked my I, brain I, a little I, bit. I don't know about Devontae Adams, dude. I really don't. I I I know I want I think carrs looking for him too much. I think they need to rework that and get uh, Hunter Renfro like back in, involved into the game. Yeah, Renfro is, is I think he's looking for it, him too much. He's looking for Adams too much, and I think that's kind of hampering them all. Well, Renfro, Renfro
2: was hurt for a little bit.
1: I get it. Well, because he's still trying to come back from that Isaiah Simmons. Absolute, pummeling molestation that happened <laughs> to him because it was bad, and I don't think he's still not right, and that happened three weeks ago.
0: Uh. Two more things I would like to talk about here before we move on. Do you like Amon Ross St. Brown this week against Dallas? No. Okay. I don't
1: like I don't like any of the Detroit guys against Dallas this week. I mean just because I like you said earlier. You are the how, biggest how, fucking hypocrite how, I know. Wait, wait a minute. How is the offensive line, which is the strength of the team, mm-hmm. gonna deal with that Dallas front?
0: You sat there at work today just hours ago and looked at me and guaranteed a Lions well, I haven't victory made my next picks week. Yet. You guaranteed I a Lions made victory. My picks yet. Um that one and then I want to talk about this guy real quick cuz we haven't heard his name a whole lot this year but it's San Francisco wide receiver Brandon Auk, who had a 24 and a half point performance last week. This week he's going up against Kansas City and if you look at it, Kansas City's allowed a lot of points to wide receivers this year, especially the number two guy. It seems like the number two guy always goes off a little bit against Kansas City, and I like Brendan Auk this week. Um, he's only being started in 36% of leagues, uh, and last week was his first big game of the year, which
1: they were targeting him. Yeah. Rolling coverage toward you-know-who. Yep. So they had to target the shit out of him. And but that's what they did. Do and he
0: did, did as, as much as he could with the opportunity. Don't you think Kansas City's going to throw everything they have at Debo? Especially oh, after absolutely. the game yeah. Jeff Wilson had last week. They have to. It's awful. If you don't throw everything you can at Debo
1: to stop the 49ers, you're an
0: idiot. I agree.
1: <laughs> Anything else? Uh, Tight ends.
0: Let's do it. Um, tight ends. This week, tight ends have been going off lately. The tight ends have been, I mean... We had Kelsey there, with the. Is fifth. there anybody
1: better right now than David and Joku? Uh, I love that guy. And, and he plays so fucking hard.
0: And Joku, and Joku is, um, and Joku is on my must start this week against Baltimore. Um, I love him against. Baltimore. Let's let's stop and talk about this for a second. Outside of your top five tight ends, which we know who they are, correct? David and Joku is sitting there ranked seventh, and has truly emerged as. A weapon, as a as a weapon, this year it finally hit this week against Baltimore. Baltimore only allows the hey, seven. Here's the
1: thing that scares me. perset looks for him. Bursett, Bursett, whatever he looks for him, he looks for him. What is going to happen in five more weeks when it gets switched?
0: When 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 Deshaun Watson he gets to utilize him, the scumbag. When yeah, Scumbag yes. comes in, and I think a giant shit guy on the field. I think so. Him. I think he's. And if he would, see, he'd be stupid not. to. Here's the thing: Cleveland doesn't really have a number two receiver outside of Amari. Right. I mean, no, you I could talk that. People's Jones, but David and Joke, who's really that number two guy. I think he has a big week this week against Baltimore. Personally, put up seven last week. He's averaging eight and a half, and he showed us at points this year he could have that big game that you need out of him. Against Pittsburgh, he put up 19. I think he could do a, have a similar performance against Baltimore this week, but one guy that I absolutely, absolutely love, and I am giddy that I traded for him, is Gerald Everett against Seattle.
1: Well, Seattle has not done well against
0: tight ends. No, they know. have not. They are actually ranked 32nd. Yeah. And He started off the year strong, 12-point performance week one, 10-point performance week two, struggled a little against Jacksonville, put up 15 against Houston, and then against Cleveland and Denver, didn't do anything. Right. So I think he gets back into that stride a little bit against Seattle before he goes into the bye week, and I I really do like Gerald Everett to have a bounce-back week this week. Uh, One guy that I'm not so sure about, Don't buy into the Robert Tanyan hype. No, I wouldn't. Uh, We learned that lesson last year. Yes, we did. Uh, Robert Uh, Tanyan had a very nice week last week. He put up a 14. And him and Gusecki, same way. Well, mm, I'm going to disagree with you there. Mm, Okay. I don't like Robert Tanyan. I would not jump at the bit to hurry up and go pick up Robert Tanyan. But Mike Gusecki is owned in 42% of leagues. Right. And I'll be honest with you. We watched him last year tear it the fuck up. Granted, yeah, this year he has four games with less than five points. Yes. Here's the thing. I think Tua's going to have to change his game a little bit coming off of this injury. Okay. I think he's going to need to get rid of the ball faster. I think there's you're going to see more dump-offs rather than him trying to go down the field. And I think Mike Kosicki will be the biggest beneficiary of that. Okay. I think last week he scored two touchdowns. Uh he 69 yards, six receptions. Where's he ranked? Gesicki is, is currently ranked 10th. And 10th. that's with having five games with under 5 points. So, okay. you know, so to this point, you've seen Gesicki's either going to give you give you a uh, a uh, 12 to 20-point performance or 1 to 2-point performance. Right. I don't think that continues going forward. They play Pittsburgh this week, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland. All matchups that I like for him going forward. I think is going to have to rely on him a little bit more because everybody knows that they're going to air it out. Right. If, you, if yeah, you're right. Your
2: they're focused on.
0: Correct. And if you rein that in a little bit and you utilize Gesicki, we know he's got talent. We saw it last right. year. I, I think he could go it for last week. I think he could have a big game not only this week but going forward. One guy that I – Zach Ertz worries me this week. Okay. Zach Ertz against New Orleans. New Orleans has only given up an average of four points a week to the tight end. Zach Ertz has been probably the most consistent tight end choice you could have this year 10 11 7 13 7 10 he does not have that bust game he does not have that boom game he averages 10 points a week most likely you'll get 10 points a week out of him i think this could be his first little misstep this week you got deandre hopkins coming back You don't know how much of the target share he is going to take up yet. You also have Robbie Anderson there, too, now. Robbie Anderson. Bruce. Look at Bruce Bruce finishing my sentences. Robbie Anderson also arrived there this week. You don't know how they're going to integrate him. But at the same time, you lost Marquise Brown now for a long time. He's out out for, they said, probably the rest of the year. I think we're going to see a different type of Cardinals offense than we have till this point. It worries me a little bit to play him this week. Going forward, he is a reliable target. Another guy that I really, really don't care for this week coming out of the same game is Taysom Hill. I have gotten a countless number of trades for Taysom Hill. At the end of the day, you cannot rely on Taysom Hill. I've that, been th- not as a tight end. Not as a tight end. You want to play him in your flex spot out of desperation by all means, go ahead. Is there a chance that somehow he comes out and has another 40-point performance again this year? Absolutely. There's a chance. There's a chance. I don't think it's going to happen. Taysom Hill's numbers on the year. 14-1, did not play, 8-41-4. I mean, hey, he's, come he's on. ranked like 11th? <laughs> I mean, you no, know, he's ranked third. It's it's from the one game. From one 40-point game. If do not trade anything of value to you for Taysom Hill, especially with Jameis Winston coming back. You, you know how the offense is going to look. Taysom Hill, again, every year he does this where he goes off for one 30 or 40 point game and then everybody who owns him tries to dump him off for a number one or number two receiver or running back and it's not worth it because most likely if you are starting Taysom Hill in your tight end position, he is going to disappoint you eight weeks and then one week he will win you the week. Don't buy in on the Taysom Hill craze yet. And lastly, one guy I want to talk about who somehow is just still out here chilling is Daniel Bellinger. And Uncle Sam, you were smart enough to go out and pick him up. He's got him up on his screen now. He's staring him down. He is currently ranked 15th. He is only owned in 5.9% of leagues. He's averaging 6.6 points a week. He put up a nice 12 last week, a nine the week before that. In week two, he put up an eight. Week one, he did not play. But what the trend we have seen from this guy is more likely than not, he is going to be an effective seven to ten point tight end every week. I like him a lot. I think he integrates well into the Giants offense. We, we're now seeing that he is being targeted at least five times a game. I, I'm, I'm happy to add him onto my onto my team and plop him on the bench and see what happens with Daniel Bellinger. I, I, he could be one of those guys at the end of the year, you're looking back and see climbs in the top 10, 10 in tight ends. And he's on your radar for next year. One guy that I'm, I'm now falling off on who I was big on was Tyler Conklin. He's positioned 16th. And in the last two weeks, he has had a combined 2.2 points. Um, When Flacco was quarterback, Tyler Conklin was a big part of the offense. He is no longer that. Zach Milfson is not looking his way. I think you can go ahead and you can maybe not drop yet. Next, If he does it again this week, you can drop him. But definitely, you don't have Tyler Conklin in your lineup. 12% of teams are starting him. There are way better options out there. I personally like Mo Ali cox this week against... uh, I like any of the Colts tight ends this week against Tennessee more than I like Conklin against Denver, a strong defense with a quarterback who is no longer looking his way. Shall we talk defense very quickly?
1: Absolutely.
2: Um, you're playing Dallas's D that's for sure. (laughs) If you
0: own the Cowboys, (laughs) D you're fucking playing. Um, I actually, I want to say I picked them up in the tip fans league to play this week. Um, I'm good. I got the Ravens and the Chargers. Well, I have the Bills who are currently on a bye week. Um, actually, no, I picked up the Broncos. <laughs> um, oh, it's okay. Broncos deep. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Play them, play them yeah. as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I like the Jets defense this week against Denver because I like any defense against Denver pretty much. Um I- I'll be honest with you, I'm not in love with the Ravens defense against Cleveland. Uh Cleveland has shown that they can run on pretty much anybody. Giants D? Uh, the You know something? The fucking Giants D. Yeah? It, I, I'm really starting to sit here and think, uh, against Jacksonville, this might be a nice little matchup. Against Chicago, they put up 18. Against Carolina, they put up 12. They got torched by Dallas. They haven't had great weeks against Green Bay and Baltimore. But the Giants D might match up really well against Jacksonville. I, I, I'm kind of here for that. How'd they do against uh, the Ravens? Against Four. Mm-hmm. Damn, but it was a rough week. Um, I love New England's defense against Chicago, and I'll be honest with you: if you own Tampa Bay's D, play them. <laughs> I mean, against Carolina, it's a no, it's a no brainer for me. Uh, one that I would go out of my way to pick up, and again, they haven't been. Over the moon, good so far this year. But I really, really think that you gotta start paying attention to the Vikings defense a little bit. The last three weeks, they've put up eight, eight, and nine, respectively. Against Detroit, remember it was a it was a shootout. They they did put up a minus one, but week one against Green Bay, they put up a 12. Against Philly, they only managed two. But I think you're going to see a consistent eight to ten points a week out of the Vikings' defense going forward. And to boot, they're only owned 22% of leagues. If you need to stream a defense, I don't know. Oh, well, actually, Minnesota's on a bye this week, so you can scratch that one. But going forward after the bye, if you need to stream a defense, Minnesota's already got theirs out of the way. You go ahead and plug them in. But this week, if you are a Bills defense owner – and Eagles defense owner a Rams defense owner or a Vikings defense owner you need somebody to plug and play and I'll be honest with you I would take a flyer I would go way deep down and I would have the balls to add the Seattle Seahawks defense and I would play them against the Chargers because I don't think the Chargers are going to blow them out. I think it's going to be an evenly matched game. I don't think their, Justin. Their
1: defense has played better the last couple of
0: weeks. Their defense has played nicely the last couple yeah. of weeks. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. They put up 17 points last week. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of buying in on the Seahawks defense, especially against an unhealthy Justin Herbert and an and offense in the Chargers. If they're able to get to him like Denver did. Yeah. It's going to be a long day. I agree. I agree. Their offensive line has not looked fantastic. And you have to remember, the, the Seahawks have been in shootout after shootout after shootout. They got six sacks last week against They're Arizona. I, I think I, I'm a big fan of Seahawks D this week. How about the Patriots? Did you mention the Patriots Watch Bunch D? of young guys. The you Patriots know. D against Chicago? I, I, I don't know if I did, but did I say the pa- New England? I think I said yeah, if you, you have did. New England you D, D, you're you playing them against Chicago. Yeah. Okay. I love
1: any defense against Chicago. Agree. Agree. Agreed. Except for Detroit.
0: Except for the Lions. If you if you if you are stupid enough to still own the Lions defense. If you look, the Lions defense are ranked 32nd. Um they average negative two points a week. Where you at Hutch? They're they are Where only one percent of leagues. So he has three sacks. Do You want to know what's fucked Actually, up. Actually, he has two. They Going gave, on week they, seven.
1: They gave him one. Going on week the seven. The Lions haven't
0: had a sack in the last two games. They have yeah. two picks on the year. Um, all in all, they only have seven sacks Tracy on hey, Walker season.
2: gone. I'm a big Michigan guy, but it seems like Michigan's defense is pretty
0: much better this year without Aiden Hutchins. Listen to this points aloud. 32, 27, 28, 42, 29. Awful. That is awful. Fire Aaron.
1: Fire who? Aaron. Who? Aaron. 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 Glenn.
2: Glenn. No. no. Fire Brad Holmes.
0: Anyways, anything else to add before we close out today's show? Go Red Wings. You're a human hand job. Thank hey, you guys so a much. We're sports media. What, 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 what. <laughs> we don't like hockey. I love hockey.
1: Listen to me. And hockey. Why, why didn't you say you go, go to, Pistons?
0: You go to the game. Why, why didn't you say go Pistons? I've been to like two Red
1: Wings Hello? games in the last five years. Oh. Why didn't you say go Pistons? I don't watch basketball. You know why?
2: Oh, wow!
1: wow. Yeah. No, I just don't boy. watch
2: basketball. Go Pistons. You know, I, I hope the Pistons do good. I don't watch basketball anymore. But Thank I you guys, guys so much. By, by
1: the way, uh, the, the Golden State Warriors, they hung up their banner in the rafters and, and gave LeBron James a nice ass-kicking yesterday. I was real happy about that because yeah. I hate LeBron James. I hate See? him as much as I hate Matt Patricia. Who do you hate
0: more, Matt Patricia or Bruce? Uh, fuck. Let me, can I think about that one? Yeah. You hopefully on. On Hopefully, I'll answer that I'll on the next episode. Me. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. We hope you enjoyed Fantasy Frenzy for week seven. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube and subscribe there. If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from us on Saturday with our week seven preview. Am I perfect?